a very famous old ancient uh, Chinese doctor once said, um, first, modify the patient's diet and lifestyle. And only then, if these do not affect the cure, treat with medicinals and acupuncture. Hey guys, I'm Tasha. Hey listeners, this is Guni. And you're tuned in to DotF the Podcast, where we chat and explore all things on integrative medicine. Hi you, how are you doing today? Hi, I'm fine, thank you. I just got up, kind of. <laughs> Do you normally have a morning routine when you wake up? Um, I try to follow my morning routine. It's not happening every day. But I uh, recently, I just started to do some meridian stretches. It looks like yoga. <laughs> yeah, it's very in alignment to starting your day on a good note. So I should probably introduce you for our listeners. Um, so yeah, we have you today. She is a traditional Chinese medicine practitioner and she's based in Austria. She specializes in acupressure and gut health issues in the modality of traditional Chinese medicine. To kick off, maybe you can tell us a little bit more about traditional Chinese medicine or TCM and share a little bit about your journey into becoming a TCM practitioner. Mm -hmm. Well, traditional Chinese medicine is... Yeah, to shorten it up, we don't we don't diagnose just your symptoms and act on it, but we see the whole body. We take different methods like, okay, having a look at your tongue or having a look at your face and then feel your pulse and asking you a lot of questions and then put them all together and looking for the source. So we are looking for the cause. Why is there a symptom? Where does it come from? And then to start there. So it's it, we're diving deeper and trying to, yes, heal or keep the balance in the body. So in terms of origins, where, of course, it, it, it's revealed in the name, but would you be able to tell us more about the roots of it and where it kind of started and uh, how it actually spread across the world. This healing system is around 3,000 or 5,000 years. And yes, TCM is or was always about living with the nature. So living seasonal, as we would say in the modern world now. And yeah, like here in Austria or Europe, they're also being approved by science, like acupuncture. What are some principles or pillars of TCM? Um, generally, we have five main pillars in TCM, which are acupuncture, herbology, quina massages, um, qigong, tai chi, kung fu, all these movement styles. And then last but not least, nutrition. These are the main pillars. And okay. a very famous old ancient uh, Chinese doctor once said, first modify the patient's diet and lifestyle. And only mm. then, if these do not affect a cure, treat with medicinals and acupuncture. Miao was his name. And this, yes, clears a lot of things. You have to start with your daily routine, your daily food. And then we can talk about herbs and acupuncture. Because if the base 
is not in balance, if the base doesn't work, why should some additional stuff heal you completely? And we also have the five elements and we use them too in diagnosis. Do you mind just explaining what the five elements are? Yes. So the five elements in TCM include the wood element. Um, they are associated with the liver, the gallbladder, and then there is the fire element, which includes the heart and small intestine, and the earth element with spleen and stomach organs, and then the metal element with our lungs and the large intestine, and then the water element with kidneys and the bladder. So I think I think that gives us like some context now. So how do you use these five elements and incorporate it? And what do you mean by nourishing your essence? Um, so nourishing your essence means that you have to keep yourself in balance so that your storage of your life battery, let's say, don't get empty. This essence is stored in our kidneys. And the amount of this essence is given by our parents. So we were already born with it. And they, they support us a lifelong. So when we're sick, having accidents, burnouts, or giving birth, all these things are reducing more and more of this precious essence. And um, to not waste it, we have to fill us up every day with another source. So we call chi energy. Is the chi and the essence the same thing? The chi, the energy that flows through our body, is what's keeping us alive, moving, is giving us warmth. And okay. the essence is the concentrated chi that was given us by uh, our parents before we were even born. That's like the batteries that were giving us. It's more so precious because chi is that what we everyday use. And this is what's our safety chi. So it's like your natural energetic levels, like your base level. Is that what your essence is? And then your chi is how you absorb energy from your day-to-day -day ways of operating and in combination with your mind, spirit and food consumption. Is that is that right? Is that a good connection? Yes, yes. Okay. And so how does this tie into uh, nourishing your essence? You can imagine a candle and the, the wax is our essence and the the more excessive you live the quicker and faster it will burn down mm -hmm. and we don't want that and the essence also predict how long we are living so the more you burn it down the more sickness you have the earlier you might not be here and it's important to nourish your essence because if your your chi, your everyday energy is low, all these exercises you do, it will demand from somewhere some chi, some energy. So it will go to our storage that we have, our batteries, and take this precious chi just for getting up, breathing, and uh, doing some sports. And we need this everyday chi to not go to our precious storage and to empty it. And this everyday chi we get through our food, uh, through our digestion, because the spleen transforms this food into the chi that we need every day. And that's why we should protect our essence. <laughs> 
Okay, so like we are born with this innate energy bank, and then we also have the chi, which is an energy source that flows through our body through our day-to-day lifestyle activities, right? So the combination of our our lifestyle choices and then what we consume uh, impacts both. But I guess the objective is to make sure that you don't drain out the natural source that we are born with, and to take action on the lifestyle choices so that that nourishes our essence. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Okay.、Um, what do your clients normally come to you for? Most of my clients are coming for digestion problems, and since I'm specialized on women, also menstruation problems. Nutrition is not so quick and fast、uh, to to change. So they. Have to bring patience. I also tell them be patient. But what are some of the the causes that you you see, and especially related to to gut health? I mean, I see a lot of、uh, people or women already informing themselves. That's very good. But there's a lack of basic knowledge. You also have to know what can your food do with you besides then what vitamin A, B, C, D, E, F, G does. So it would be also important to know the basic use of food. So, like in terms of gut health and digestive health, right? When your patients come to you, what are the cases that they, you know, come or the package it comes in before you can diagnose the fact that it's actually a gut health or a digestive health issue?、Mm-hmm. Mostly of the clients, they come with digestion problems, and then I ask, okay, what are they? Let's say flatulences. They they have constipation or、so、diarrhea pretty often, or very simple, they're just being tired all the time. This also can be a symptom linked to our digestion because if you're、mm. tired all the time, that means something is not working well in in your system.、Mm-hmm. Um, you can、yeah. you can imagine your organs are always working together like a like cogwheels, and if there's one not really working, blocked, slow, or、uh, maybe too fast, then the others will get irritated as well. That's an interesting one. So, if you're tired, your digestion might might pick up on the energy and the pace. And is it is it fair to say that it will be slower as well, the digestion speed?、Um, actually, it would be the other way around. If your digestion is slow, you will get tired because all the things that you do, like moving, having、uh, having a job, going there, doing sports, etc., will exhaust you because there is not enough energy produced in your body for all these things. And there's also a very nice picture of how the digestion works in a TCM. You can imagine a kettle, okay?、Mm-hmm. A kettle that it is it's on wood fire, and you're putting food every day inside this kettle, and it's cooking a nice soup inside. So in our stomach, we put food in our in us, and there's there's a nice soup cooking inside, and the fire. Down under is the digestion heat, digestion energy that we need for cooking up a soup. And this digestion energy is provided from our kidneys too, so they work together. And as we said, the kidneys are our essence storage,、mm-hmm. and the vapor that is rising up from this kettle is our chi, our energy that we need、um, for yes, moving and breathing, etc. Now imagine you put food inside this kettle that can't be cooked or processed well, and it stays in there. It thickens and it it's getting sticky, 
And this we call dampness or undigested food because we live in different countries and each body has its own history. And so as we have this undigested food or dampness in our cattle, also the fire, firewood gets smaller and smaller because it's trying to work. It's trying to uh, burn it, but yeah, it's getting smaller too. It's getting damped down. And then we have this dampness, we have fatigue, flatulences, stagnations. So looking at like the, the analogy of, of the cattle you were saying, what are some of the causes that could overflow that cattle or have that fire not burning? What are some of the things in our day-to-day that actually could affect those? Each person, each body is different, but in general, we can say we shouldn't eat too much cow milk products. Like milk okay. products can cause a lot of dampness. Um, in old times, it was very nourishing to give the hunter the milk and then he <laughs> can go out and hunt. But now we're sitting at home, going yeah. to the office and drinking milk, eating cheese, cooking mm. with all these products and it's too much. Yeah. Plus, like, you know, back in the day, it was much more laborious living and surviving, right? So the food they consume would be burnt. The energy would be used. Yeah. But today... We just eat and then we go and sit in our seat for like hours, right? And how do you recognize a good gut health? Well, a good digestion is when you eat something and have no flatulences and you don't feel tired after it. So if you fart too much, then it's then no, no. That's the red flag. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. <laughs> yes, exactly. I mean, of course, there are some foods that where you will fart But normally you shouldn't fart after every meal. I know people who are like, oh, that's normal. Well, it's not. It's a symptom. Don't you hear it? But yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So <laughs> I never thought of it that way. <laughs> so, so, okay. So the, the fart, let, let's use, you know, generic term. Uh, the, do you look at the sound intensity? <laughs> the, the smell, I guess? Well, I know um, we don't get that detail into okay. farts, just in, <laughs> I, w- I would ask uh, more questions about the poop, but not to guess. <laughs> All right. Other than farts, I remember reading that having good hair and good nails are a good sign of digestive health. Is that, is that true? Kind of. You, you can say it because then we know all the organs, the whole system is working, but hair is connected more with our kidneys. So the water element and nails are more connected to the uh, wood element. So liver and gallbladder, but they all need our earth element, our middle, our core. So our digestion, that's okay. true. The, if you have good nails or hair, you have uh, a lot of good quality of blood. These are TCM terms as well. And we need the blood and the chi parallel. So chi can move around our body, but it needs his partner, the, the blood. Uh, I mean, the chi is circulating and the blood is more the material side um, and it contains all this vitamins and all that. So okay. going, going back to like, how do we recognize a good, you know, gut health? So we talked about what else? So you have a good digestion if you can poop 
every day. Best time would be in the morning and uh, to get uh, more into that. If your poop is not too too watery, like diarrhea, or not too hard, mm -hmm. uh, like it's making a sound when when it falls falling down to the bowl, um, it's more like a soft ice consistency. Then it's a good poop uh, because we need we need to empty ourselves every day. Mm -hmm. If not, it will stick in our body. So you have obstipation. That's not good. It needs to go somewhere. Whatever you eat, it needs to go somewhere. So you said in the morning, but some people go like twice and some people don't go once. So is there like a recommended frequency per day? If they are eating twice or three times a day, they should be going once a day. If it's twice a day, mm, maybe it was too much food. Yeah. If they're not going at all, mm, okay. Was the food too dry? Are you not eating that much? That would all be the following questions. So, so the, 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 yeah, the type of food will be kind of reflected in your food. Mm -hmm. It's the summary of how you treated your body with what, and that's the evidence. Your yeah, the summary and the evidence. Of I love that. I really love that. that. Yeah. So, would you say that how your body reacts to your food? is a sign to, to your digestive system in terms of your poop? Yes, um, you can also see it if when you're having, let's say, three meals a day and you don't have too much munchies in between. Means, okay, you, you have given your body the right fuel, the right mm -hmm. food. If you are always snacking in between, that means, okay, maybe it was lacking of proteins or oil, fat, uh, that could be indicated as well. If you are always uh, looking for sweet stuff, etc., maybe there was lacking some in your last meal. So if you're constantly snacking, you're basically not letting your your stomach do the work that it's supposed to do and, and hence like get that fire going. You're not nourishing your essence. Yes, you're, you're actually kind of telling the, the essence, the, the wood fire to work constantly because when you're eating, it has to be digested. And if you're eating constantly, then, then the body is working all the time. We should leave um, between our main meals three to four hours of rest. Okay. Yeah. And um, talking about tiredness, if you are eating dinner pretty late, mm -hmm. your sleep will probably not be that good or you will wake up in the morning very tired. Why? Because your digestion was working all night. When you're eating at 8 p.m. or 9 p.m., that could be a problem. For me, for instance, I couldn't sleep that well if I mm -hmm. would eat that late yeah. right is that like a timing that you would say okay after this time of the hour like it's better because sometimes you know you have those cravings at, at 10 p.m um yes then i would go one step back and ask again what was in your meal in your dinner what have you eaten how were you treating your yourself the rest of the day have you uh, left out your lunch or your breakfast, and then all the things when you're getting home and uh, you, you're relaxing, all the things are coming back. Your body still demands it. And then I would say, okay, for the first steps, maybe drink plant-based milk mm. instead of eating chocolate or chips. <laughs> right. Okay. 
So you wouldn't recommend to being strict with that. Would you say it's okay if you like say skip that craving? Yes, because cravings are is not the same as hunger. Mm-hmm. It's more psychological. For me, it's more more in my head than in my body. And of course, I also have cravings and uh, munchies. But yeah, I learned not to follow them. And you can always take alternatives. If that's sometimes too hard because you had a stressful phase, like, okay, before it was chips. And now it's just chick beans that you made in the oven yourself and put spices on it. Mm. So at least change the product, the food. It does require for you to see food yeah. such a different light, right? Because there's something about munchies that you just want like that junk food or that sweet uh, or salty packet of chips. But it's about like, how do you create healthy munchies that you could refer back to when when you're really craving something. Yeah, and I think it's like it's it, it goes in principle with the entire TCM principles where you're talking about mind, body, spirit and then your environment as well. So requires you to have like a full presence even when you are stressed to tune in and say to yourself like am I actually hungry or am I just craving something because I'm stressed. So it requires that unconditional presence as opposed to tuning out. Yes, exactly. So, so what are some of the teas you would recommend to improve your gut health? Um, good for the gut. Our, our core is always the, the taste of something sweet that's connected with the earth element. But with sweet, we don't mean sugar. Okay. With sweet, we mean like carrots. If you chew that, that's, that's actually kind of sweet. Yeah, that's and true. potatoes. And right. they are in the sweet list. And for teas... I would recommend lavender, of course, because lavender is always calming you down. And licorice. Oh, yes. Mm. It's because of that sweetness. Yes. That would harmonize your chi in general and also would be satisfying for your gut. So if you're craving for sweet stuff, you can also drink a licorice tea with lavender. Interesting, because I've never been a fan of licorice. The taste is kind of funny for me. Yeah, Yeah. but lavender sounds great. (laughs) (laughs) This is part one of a two-part episode with you. Check out our next episode where we talk about acupuncture and more on how to nourish your essence. With that said, if you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and select that follow or subscribe button. For now, stay safe and we'll see you next week. Thank you.